Welcome to the SUP Podcast with your hosts, Louis and Moitzer. Every week, we ask each other what's up with our businesses. What are we struggling with? What's going well? And what interesting things from the world of bootstrapping do we have on our minds today? Follow along, and if you like what you hear, support us by leaving a rating or review in the podcast app of your choice. On with the show. Hey, Moitzer, how's it going? I'm doing pretty well, a little bit exhausted because I was stupid enough to book 12 meetings this week, but otherwise I'm doing pretty fine. What about you? <laughs> wow. Yeah, I actually had no calls today. I have one coming up later, but I am, yeah, I'm doing well because of that. It's exciting to talk to people after a day of staring at my laptop and, and going for a run. So yeah. Isn't, is, isn't it yeah. isn't it funny? I would want the exact opposite right now. I had four calls already today and four calls tomorrow. So I would love to just have a silent day. <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, I, I, I always, I, I get that. I think I, uh, especially with uh, kind of the, the situation right now, it's, it's always nice to talk to people. I like that. And I had a, yeah, yesterday was reasonably quiet as well and Monday was my my horrible day Monday I had also I think I had seven hours straight of of calls which was oh a thing but my voice has recovered so I'm I'm fine with that now and you survived which is which gives me confidence for tomorrow (laughs) (laughs) yes yeah so why don't we lead in with that then those calls (sighs) what what's been happening since last time we talked it was uh I think you were supposed to be testing me on my Facebook ads knowledge today Oh, yeah. So I actually have that ready. If you want, I won't give you the whole 10 questions. So the whole quiz will be 10 questions. But I have three questions that I would just like to test your knowledge with. If you're up for that, they're short questions, but just I I want to see how well you do. (laughs) Do I get a prize if I get all three right? No. (laughs) Okay, then I will do it for my honor alone. That's fine. Perfect. First question is, which of the following isn't true? So this is about Facebook advertising policies. So the first testament or yeah, the first one is your Facebook ad visual can contain as much text as you want. The second one is you can advertise alcohol with Facebook ads. The fourth one is your ads will get disapproved if they contain bad grammar And the next one is you can't promote and facilitate online real money gambling. So which of these do you think isn't true? Oh, I don't know. So I know, I think this is, I may have stumbled on the right answer for this by accident. I know that it used to be the case that you couldn't have more than 20% of the advert containing text. I think that was the case a long time ago. I seem Mm -hmm. to remember. I think I read something on Twitter like last week where they were talking about that restriction being removed. So I'm going to say that's the one that is no longer true. So that so I the statement was actually your Facebook ad visual can contain as much text as you want. So you are right in your assumption that you it can now contain as much text as you want, but that one isn't true because it says can contain. So you have Oh, to try. I'm getting the negatives. So I'm I'm yes. looking for the one yep. that isn't true. That isn't true. Right. Okay. Sorry. I've, <laughs> it's been a long day. So we have advertising <laughs> yes. that you, you can advertise alcohol. So the one, the ones, the options that are left. Yeah. You can advertise alcohol. 
your ads will get disapproved if they contain bad grammar. So maybe that's true. Maybe that's not true. And the next one is you can't promote and facilitate online real money gambling. Oh, I'm going to go for the grammar one then. Funny thing, your ads can get actually disapproved if they contain bad grammar. (laughs) So your answer was not correct. The right one is that you can't promote and facilitate online real money gambling because you can actually do that. That's one thing that the the first answer you got wrong. The second one, these are going to be much easier to think about. It's fine. I I edit this podcast. I will sort it out. So I've I've got one correct so far. Brilliant. Next one. How many metrics can you track with your Facebook advertising account? Approximately 50 metrics, approximately 100 metrics, approximately 250 metrics, or approximately 500 metrics? I've got no idea. I'm going to say 500. That's correct. Well done. (laughs) It's 500 metrics. Yeah, which is quite a lot. (laughs) Yep. And... The next one is, so this is, this what's actually, this one has surprised me. What's the minimum amount of emails you need to have to create a custom audience? So uh, is oh. it one email, 100 emails or 250 emails? Oh, I can't remember. I, I, maybe this has changed. I have done that before a long time ago. It was more than I thought. So I'm going to say it's 250. It's one email. Really? <laughs> Yeah. (laughs) A custom audience. A custom audience. Oh, yeah. I'm getting confused with a lookalike audience. Yep. Okay. But But. so Facebook actually had a rule that your custom audience has to contain at least 100 emails. Right. Because like a long time ago, a couple of years back, they had problems with people just hacking the system and they wanted Mm -hmm. to target one person. So they uploaded the email of that person and then targeting them through custom audience. And they got rid of that and said, you have to have 100 people on your email list. But now for some reason, it wasn't announced or anything. I just went and see if if I can upload and use an audience with one email on it. And it went through. And I was able to advertise to myself, but yeah, which is something that has changed and not many people know about, but well done. You got one, correct? (laughs) I'm happy with that. Perfect. So anyway, uh, this week I was working on, on the quiz and Mm -hmm. trying to find some tech to host it on. But other than that, I have been really busy with, I haven't done a lot for the relaunch of the science of Facebook ads. I was busy onboarding new clients. I onboarded one client and had a lot of calls with a couple of prospects this this week, but I do have kind of a win to share. So I finally finalized the contract for the contractors. That's a weird sentence. (laughs) But I haven't heard back yet. So from either of them. Yeah. Yeah, we will see what happens um, in the next couple of days. But I have done my part. So that's definitely a win, I think. Awesome. Brilliant. So we have one winner and me with my one of three answers correct. uh, Definitely a loser as well. Awesome. (laughs) But do you have any other wins from this week to share that will correct the mistakes that you did with the quiz? (laughs) Oh, uh, wins this week. Not really. Or last no. week, yeah. <laughs> yeah, last no, we nothing that stands out. Everything is going reasonably like pretty well. Spark loop is growing well. We 
like not no one thing that has, has, has stood out as particularly good, but also nothing really that's happened that's bad. It's just a lot of work. Where are we now? I think September was a good month for us. We grew quite quickly. So I'm, I'm happy with that. One thing that I'm quite happy with that I, I talked about last week was I wanted to get the the draft kind of referral university mm-hmm. course that I'm creating for Sparkloop. I wanted to get that done by this call. And I did manage to do that, which is great. I got quite a few of the the partners, like the affiliate partners that we talked about last time, who are going to be, we're going to be working with them to get Sparkloop in front of more people. I set up some calls and some meetings and some webinars and some co-promotional stuff with quite a few of them, which is great for the next two or three months. Finally have that kind of lockdown and actual like dates and topics and stuff set in, which is brilliant. Mm-hmm. And uh, yeah, other than that, I'm that's, that's pretty much what I did over the week. And uh, yeah, that's, I think, where, yeah, yeah so where I am. What, what's next for the referral university now that you have it drafted? What's the next thing that you're going to work on? So I have it drafted in bullet points and also more like the marketing stuff around it. The next thing that I want to do is to actually turn that into a, kind of an email sequence, which is written well and is engaging and makes people want to read it and has examples in it and just everything like the copywriting is done well on it. That's what I'm going to be spending the rest of this week mm-hmm. working on mainly. Yeah, the hard work there is done really now. It's just the grunt yeah. work of putting in the hours to to get it done. And something that maybe we'll talk about today as well is... The idea or like around that at the moment, it's in an email course, a free email course that people get like a drip course when they sign up on the website. That's going to be the main call to action on the Sparkly website in a couple of weeks. Mm -hmm. But I also want to look into repurposing that content. It's something that I've been really bad at in the past, but that I know is, is really important. Yeah. Is not just to have this in an email campaign for people who are like high motivation and ready to get started. We need it as resources on the site for existing customers. We need it as marketing resources on the site for potential customers and for SEO purposes. It would be great to have it as a podcast or an audio version as well. We'd love to have it on YouTube as a short video where someone runs through that content. So there's all that, like the potential for it, right? We're just not really, I, I historically have done a terrible job at doing that work once you've produced something good actually doing like the next 50% of the work and turning that into formats that will get more of the value of it out into the world and I've been terrible at that and I want to spend some time next week uh, thinking of how to improve that and I don't know if that's something that you have any thoughts on or or that you've you have any advice on I would love to hear advice on on how to do that I Don't think, I I do have maybe an advice. I did something in the past that kind of worked, but I have also gotten really bad at it just because I I don't have a lot of time nowadays to do that. But so for example, one of the things that I started doing was whenever I wrote, for example, a blog post, I had a list, like a list of channels that I wanted to publish not necessarily the blog post, but just the content of the blog post on. So for example, I had this workflow that immediately after writing a blog post, I'm going to create three Facebook posts. I'm going to create um, three separate 
Twitter threads and post them and schedule them. I'm going to create an Instagram post and so on. So for example, for the videos, I also turned them into audio. If I had any videos, I turned them into audio and then posted that on, I don't know, Twitter and Facebook and so on. So it was just a matter of how, or maybe creating like a list of channels that I want to post the content to as a standalone content, not just linking to the blog post and then just getting down and writing that stuff. So not sure if that's really helpful advice, but that's definitely something that I did in the past and I still want to do. And I have a project in Notion and then I checked all the boxes. So for example, create three Facebook posts, check, create three, three Twitter threads, check. Yeah. Yes, that's interesting. That's good advice. I don't know. Have you ever outsourced some of this work? So for example, on Monday, I recorded uh, an interview with uh, someone who I think my, the Sparkly audience will really like, a really mm-hmm. big, quite popular newsletter creator. And that's an audio thing right now. But I would love for that to be a video, a blog, some kind of case study article, maybe a tweet thread, something like that as well a LinkedIn thing, probably mm-hmm. maybe on Medium, all the places for different purposes. Yeah. And it seems, I, I don't want to say it's a waste of my time to repurpose it, but it seems like the kind of thing that there must be someone out there where I can just say, look, here yeah. is the content. You don't need to know anything about it. You just need to understand the different formats and be able, maybe it's a couple of different people, right? Maybe someone specializes in turning things into a YouTube video. Someone's really good at turning uh, an interview where I give them a transcript into a blog post format for SEO, that kind of thing. Have you ever seen anyone, have you tried doing working with other people for that kind of thing? Funny that you ask, because previously I have done everything myself, because maybe I had a little bit of time to do that. I don't know why I did that. But just recently, I started thinking about my time is well better off doing other projects, just maybe investing in, I don't know, sales, whatever, investing into the science of Facebook ads. So someone, there has to be someone else who can do this. And I have been working with a personal assistant for a couple of years now, and she has mainly um, taken care of my schedule and just helping me with some client work. And just recently I approached her and said, do you know what? I have all these blog posts and I have all these podcast interviews that I have done um, in, I don't know, last three years, I have been a guest and we have this just great content. Is there a way I know? So there's an app called, for example, Headliner, I think, and you can turn a podcast episode into like you, you add the graphic and then you have those sound waves and it looks all classy. And I just approach her and saying, can you repurpose some of this content? So the podcast interviews, some the blog posts, and just create a Facebook post out of that, create some, I don't know, Instagram videos. And she was like, yeah, I'm totally up for that. I have been working with some other clients doing this for a couple of years now. <laughs> so I think I come, I came to a point where I'm trying to be smarter about delegation than I previously was and really know where to put my time and where my time is better off. So hence why I started delegating this and we're actually starting with next week, I think. Awesome. Let me know how it goes. And uh, if you make any mistakes, then tell me what those are as well so I can avoid them. 
Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. Let's talk about what's on your mind right now. What are you working on? What are you trying to solve? Yeah, for me, it's the big thing I think this week, other than obviously that content repurposing stuff is something that's on my mind as well. The big thing we've been working on is that, so I think that's interesting just in general across a lot of different companies or a lot of different software products, especially is that we we launched on Product Hunt in August and we did reasonably well. We got a lot of signups from there and mm-hmm. the Product Hunt audience, they're mainly, they're mainly individuals, they're mainly indie hackers and people like that. So we got a lot of smallest tier of pricing. We got a lot of signups in that tier. And it turns out that probably a lot of them got caught up in the hype or just thought they'd try it out because we've seen a lot of churn specifically from that group that we can't really justify. Like they didn't try it. They weren't complaining. They just signed up, paid for a month or two and then left in a lot of cases. Um, Historically, we have really low churn over the last six, seven months or so. It's been really low. And then all of a sudden this big group that I think must have come from there, but it does have us thinking, okay, these smaller accounts, it's it's not a great fit for them. It takes a lot of work for us on the onboarding and on the support side. It takes, in some cases, even more, or in most cases, more work to support the accounts that are paying us $29 a month than it does mm-hmm. to support the accounts that are paying us $200 plus a month. So we're thinking about how we can test or how we can reposition ourselves a bit over the next uh, two or three months to focus more on those big customers, the media companies, they're almost the morning brews and the hustles of the world. Yeah. uh, And also big info product creators as well. And how we can better serve them and make sure that it's obvious that that we're positioned towards them. So that's the main kind of challenge that I'm working on at the moment. We don't know if that's going to necessarily pay off. We have customers like that. They are great. We think there are a lot more of them out there and we think it makes more sense to to focus more on them. So we'll see how that works. And how are you, I'm just curious, how are you approaching this? So do you already have a plan of how you're going to test this? Is it, I don't know, A-B testing the landing page or do you have something else in mind? Yeah, it's more, so we've set ourselves a goal to close to close five of those larger accounts mm-hmm. basically we said by the end of the year they move reasonably slowly so really that means by kind of the first week of december because after that christmas happens and everything shuts down in terms of new things how we're doing it we're thinking of making some small changes to our main landing page to the copy mm-hmm. there to the focus there which we're going to reach out to some of our existing customers who fit that profile and talk to them and basically learn exactly what we need to be saying and why they signed up and all that kind of stuff so that we can do that. We won't be A-B testing because the, the volume is just way too low to learn anything mm-hmm. within a reasonable time frame for those kind of customers. Other than that, it'll be a bit of word of mouth and mainly some cold outreach to get in front of them. And we're not really testing that they exist. We're not really testing that they need Sparkloop because we know that from our existing customers who are like them. What we're also trying to work out is, can we charge them more than our current highest tier? Yeah, yeah. 
which would require a bit more hands-on uh, work, a bit more of a concierge service in some cases, maybe almost like a retainer. We'd love one thing that's holding them back is just not having the in-house experience to do it well all the time. So it would be amazing if we could add in an extra tier at maybe $1,000 a month or $2,000 a month where we do a lot of the work for them. Mm-hmm. I'm really excited to see what you learn along the way and how you're going to approach this. So really looking forward to listening to the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, same. It's, uh, yeah, I have, I have no idea what's going to happen there, but it's, it's a safe bet to take. It's the right time to do it now. And as we develop the product more as well, we want to make sure we're developing it for the people who are going to get the most value out of it. Yeah. So it makes sense right now. Yeah. Yeah. How about you? What's top of mind at the moment? Oh, yeah. So I'm mad at myself because this is the third time that I have rescheduled the relaunch of the Science of Facebook ads. Like I mentioned at the beginning, I overbooked myself (laughs) this week because I totally forgot that everyone wants to do Facebook ads at the end of the year. So they all have money to spend and I have prospect calls and I take prospect calls as well. Um, and then when I start working with a new client, I always prioritize them over myself. Even if I've done everything on my to-do list, uh, we're generating great results. There's always that extra mile that I like to go and I need to stop doing that or at least limit that because I have like the original plan for relaunching the science of Facebook ads was I I had a plan to relaunch it in June which is we're in October and I had a plan for relaunching it at the end of October and now there's no way that I can do that with the amount of work that I currently have so I'm trying to find I don't know better ways to do this better ways to approach this what I started doing is blocking a huge part of my Mondays and just dedicating all of it to the science of Facebook ads rewriting the emails making the landing page better and so on so I'm just wondering if I don't know you have any personal experience or, or you have heard from other people that have struggled with the same thing how, like, what's the best way to approach this? Wow. Yeah. I, so on the one hand, I definitely can't give uh, advice here because I'm someone who struggles with this as well. Uh, On the other hand, maybe that makes me a good person to give advice on this. I don't know. (laughs) The only thing that works for me, I experience exactly the same thing where I have courses that I want to launch and then I delay it and then I delay it again and delay it again. Some people I've heard of, they say, I'm going to commit publicly to this launch uh, and then get Mm. it out by then. It hasn't worked for me. I've been perfectly fine saying, sorry, I'm not ready. I don't want to give you something that's rubbish. I'm going to push it back. Yeah, I would do exactly the same thing. So pass. (laughs) Exactly. What has worked for me more recently, or at least has worked better, is for me to say, okay, let's really break this down into modules. So the constituent lessons, the planning of it, the recording of it, the editing Mm. of it. Let's break down exactly step by step what I need to do to be finished and to be able to launch. And I'm going to schedule that in on different days over the Mm. next month or two months. And that's going to be in a specific time slot. And that is when I'm going to work on this thing and I'm going to get it done. And if I don't, then I basically push everything else forward as well by one day. So I'm, Mm. I'm not setting myself a deadline as such. I'm just saying, okay, this is when I work on it. This is the two hours that I need to get. This is the thing I need to get done in this two hours. And then it's just a step-by-step thing. That's worked for me. No idea if that would work for you. Yeah. 
one one yeah. question sorry yeah yeah go ahead go ahead I was just gonna ask one question that interested me was how you got in the position of letting yourself get overbooked in the first place was that kind of uh, just uh, one of those things where you think maybe six are going to close and come on board and it turns out that all of them did or what was the thing that happened there yeah pretty much so I don't know like I said I tend to forget that everyone likes to spend at the end of the year and I like I had meetings and with prospects and had a feeling with a couple of them yeah this is not going to happen at all. I still sent my proposal and all of them said yes. I, I'm currently like I'm dealing with it. Like I mentioned, I'm bringing on a couple of contractors that are going to help me out. And it's going to be a huge relief when that happens. However, still, I definitely want to launch or relaunch the science of Facebook ads this year. So that's something that I want to do. And I think your advice is pretty good. I have set myself a deadline for the relaunch, but not re- I haven't really broken down the tasks as much as I would want to, or I would need to. So it was all just, yeah, relaunching at the end of October, and I have to rewrite all the emails by then. And that was it. So uh, I think I'm going to go back to the drawing board, really break it down. And then with blocking my time, I'm going to just make maybe make a public promise right here. So I blocked a time for Monday for the science of Facebook ads. And I want to make a public promise right here, right now that I'm not moving that time, whatever happens. So I want to work on the science of Facebook ads on Monday. And then the next time we speak, you need to ask me how that went. <laughs> sure. What time are you working on it on Monday? Uh, let me see. So I have all, I have everything on my uh, calendar, but nothing in my head. So I'm working on it from 4 p.m. to 6 p.m. Brilliant. Monday. So people know that on Monday from 4 p.m. till 6 p.m. Central European time, if they see you on Twitter, they should send angry okay. tweets and be angry Please in general. Do. Yes. Yep. Yep. <laughs> I will be. Yep. I will be calling a a whatever the Slovenian version of a SWAT team is to your house to make sure that's happening as well. Perfect. Perfect. I'll be disappointed if I, if you don't do that. Yeah. Awesome. I I guess not too awesome then. It sounds like uh, it's been delayed, but also I guess it's hard to, to, to say it's bad news that you have more demand for your, your services, the actual consulting work than, than you expected. That's always a good thing as well, especially coming up to Christmas time and the end of the year. More work, yeah. I presume, means more uh, freedom and more kind of yeah. runway to work on the course yeah. later 100%. in the year as well. Yeah, 100%. So I'm not really complaining at all. Um, I think I'm uh, very happy to be in, a, on, in this position. I know that many small businesses, like in this time with the COVID and everything, I know that they are struggling right now. So I'm not really trying to complain, just sharing my experience here. But yeah, for the next week, what I'll, <clears throat> what I'll be working on to get my freedom back a little bit is I'm, ho- I'm, I'm hoping that those contractors respond to my email and si- we sign the contract and we start working together. So I'll report back next week. And like I said, I rescheduled the relaunch of the science of Facebook ads. So I can be a little bit in ease at ease and then hopefully just relaunch this and in peace and it'll all be good. What's on your plate for the next week? 
yes, my plate for the next week. So there are three things that I want to get done. I want to finish that referral university course that I was talking about for, for Sparkloop. So that means getting the content written, getting it into the emails. Ideally, the plan, if everything goes well, is that on Monday, we'll actually upload it to the Sparkloop site. So that will be the main kind of call to action for people. Nice. That's the goal. I'm not entirely sure we'll get there, but that's the, the goal by Monday or Tuesday at the latest. Mm -hmm. uh, that's the main thing, right? If I get one thing done this week, that's what I'd like it to be. Other than that, I think I talked about uh, last time about me, one of my goals for last week was to work on something for sales for founders, uh, a kind of a small self-contained thing to help people, to help new founders understand their audience better. Mm -hmm. And I put some stuff together on that and I wasn't quite sure that I, I, I knew the con, I know the content is good, but I'm not sure that it resonates necessarily yeah. and is understandable and obvious and exciting to, to new founders. So what I've done is I've reached out to the my sales founders community, which is a couple of hundred people who are in that kind of stage who've taken bits of the course before and said, look, I have this new framing on on how to understand your audience well enough to sell to them. I know this is something that quite a few people here are struggling with. Are there are a couple of people who have time on Sunday for me to go through it live with them for half an hour and just teach it before I, uh, you know, record it or write it or whatever. And luckily, I, there are a couple of them were obviously really hurting for that. So they <laughs> agreed to spend some of their Sunday talking to me about it. And uh, I want to get that done and, and published as well. And then the last thing that I've been working on what I'm going to start working on this week is an interesting source of customers or potential customers for Sparkloop are people who run paid newsletters. So I'm sure you are aware of, of Substack. Yeah. yeah. So we can't work with Substack. They, they don't have the necessary like functionality or APIs and they realistically at the speed that they're moving at, they probably never will. Mm -hmm. So what's happening is that people start on Substack and when they get a thousand or $2,000 a month in revenue, they start to switch to somewhere else that has the freedom and the functionality and can integrate with tools like Sparkloop. Mm -hmm. Now, I understand the traditional newsletter business with advertising and sponsors and stuff like that pretty well. Obviously, I understand the more convert kit kind of customer who runs mm -hmm. info products and courses and services because that's me. So I understand that really well. But what I have absolutely no experience in at all is the paid newsletter side of things. I, I don't know where to recommend those people to go to necessarily. And we get people literally every day reaching wow. out and saying, hey, I have this newsletter on Substack. I want to move somewhere that would work with a tool like yours. Where should I be going? And we don't really have a good answer for that yet. So what I'm going to do is to start a, an experiment that I'm going to run for a couple of months where I'm going to basically launch a, a paid Substack newsletter of my own and run that for a couple of weeks to understand Substack and what the, the benefits and the, the disadvantages of it are. Then I will work out for my own paid newsletter what to move that to, what platform, what tools, what kind of marketing tactics work well for a paid newsletter that maybe people haven't thought about too much yet. And I'm going to be reporting on that every week and documenting how it goes. So I'm, I'm pretty excited to do that. It's something new. I haven't launched something new for quite a while. So it's going to be fun. Yeah, that's really exciting. And I am also looking forward to hearing back from you and learning about what you have learned during this process. And probably there'll be a lot of 
really helpful information for me in there as well. So um, again, looking forward to listening to the podcast and learning more. <laughs> yes. Awesome. Do we have anything else we want to talk about today? I think this is all for me today. I'm glad that I'm done with my day right now. So this is this is the second to last event of the day. The only thing that I have to do right now is to schedule tomorrow, schedule all my tasks for tomorrow. So I'm really happy to finish it like this. <laughs> Brilliant. Let's leave it on a positive note then. Perfect. Awesome. See you next week. See you. Bye-bye. Bye. This was the Sub Podcast. If you have any questions for us, feel free to reach out to us on Twitter. You can find Louis at LouisNichols underscore, and you can reach out to me, Moitza, at Moitza Mars. Not sure how either of those are spelled out? We get that a lot. Just check our show notes for more. Don't forget to subscribe to our podcast to follow along and leave a review if you like our casual check-ins. Thank you for listening.